Hello and welcome to another episode of the Real Estate Investing Club, the place investors go to gain actionable advice, learn about current market trends, and hear war stories from other professional investors out there in the field today. Before we get started, I have two quick housekeeping items to cover. First, if you like the episode, we would very much appreciate a like, subscribe, and share. It is the best way to support the show and keep it running. Second, if you are a new investor looking to get started in real estate or an experienced investor looking to take your investing to the next level, we created an ebook for you that will cover how to find deals that are actually deals, how to finance those deals with little to no money down, and how to exit those deals for maximum value. On top of that, I throw in an insane amount of free bonuses that you'll have access to once you buy the ebook. All we charge is our admin cost to keep the show running. So, if you're serious about real estate investing and want to create both active and passive income as an investor, head on over to the website at therealestateinvestingclub.com and click on the button that says get the ebook to grab yourself a copy today. So with that said, let's dive right in. Today we have a very special guest with us ready to drop some investor knowledge on you. So buckle up, grab your pen and paper and enjoy the ride. Right. Welcome back to another episode of the Real Estate Investing Club. Today we have Pamela Barty with us on the show. Pamela is a dynamic real estate developer and broker with over 100 million sold. She has developed or acquired in the last seven years. Um, she is the host of the Underdog Show. She's also the host of the renowned Underdog Show dedicated to inspiring millions around the world. And I have actually had the privilege of being on that show. And uh, Pamela's energy is is contagious. So I'm glad she decided to uh, reciprocate, jump on my show too. Pamela, thank you for hopping on. Thank you so much for having me, Gabe. You're so awesome. Of course, I had to come back on for you. <laughs> <laughs> well, thank you. Uh, so here at the Real Estate Investing Club, we're all about stories. So um, why don't you take us back to the beginning? How'd you get started in real estate in the first place? Yeah. So I've been an entrepreneur by, tra- by trade my whole life. I started in small business when I was 10 years old at my father's restaurant. And so basically when I was, by the time I was 21, I had two of my own restaurants in tandem with my father's. So there was actually three. Um, wow. And so that taught me a lot about operations and logistics and all of that kind of stuff, which I didn't know translated perfectly into construction. Um, but at the time, you know, I was about 21, 22. And, you know, I'm thinking to myself, you know, I put all my eggs in one basket my whole life, which is restaurants. I'm like, I got to diversify. And of course I'm looking around and I'm thinking, okay, well, what's the industry? I love people and I want to make good money. Right. So of course it's always like the developers and the builders and like all these amazing people in real estate that um, have the nicest cars and are the wealthiest. So I'm like, all right, I need to look into real estate. And people were mentioning <laughs> to me and I was like, yeah. And then I really started getting inspired. You know, I was like, all right, I want to flip houses. That's what I want to do. So I hired a mentor. Um, bought my first flip and then kind of dove right into it. And then, you know, my real estate journey's really expanded tremendously since then. But my whole mentality at the time was just like, let's build a different stream of revenue in addition to the restaurants and go with that in the development field. And then I ended up just falling in love with it. And it took me on a whole nother trajectory. I love it. I love how life kind of works that way. Like you're going one direction and all of a sudden you're this direction. You're like, Hey, I didn't expect this. I'm glad I'm here though. It's going, going great. Um, so that's crazy. I mean, you started two restaurants, 21, 22, that had to have been, um, quite the, quite the learning experience there. What, what was the theme for you? If you don't mind me asking. (laughs) 
So one of them was actually a state contract that we had um, on the Esplanade, which is where they do July 4th operations for, you know, so basically it's the biggest food vending like location in the entire United States because July 4th, there are millions of people that attend now, not with COVID, but um, we had a brick and mortar there. So it was called the Charles River Bistro. So I partnered up with a business partner there. And then my other restaurant was focused on mostly desserts. Um, it's oh, called nice. Ria, Ria Cafe. So yeah, I had both of those as I dove into real estate. So that was a bit crazy. Since then, yeah. I've sold and leased them. It, it, yeah. it, another world, but in right. the beginning, that's what it was. Yeah. Yeah, that would be, uh, I, um, you know, going through college and everything, I was a bartender and a server and just the chaos of owning a restaurant. It's not something I would, uh, you could pull me into. I mean, it looks like a lot of fun, but damn, that's uh, doing both that and real estate. That would be, that'd be a tough one. <laughs> it was, it was really, <laughs> honestly, the, the skills translated so well though, like my operations management in the restaurant enabled me to deal with the chaos and construction and development and that kind of thing. So it's actually, it was weird how it perfectly intertwined with each other. Although they were completely different industries, the, I think the restaurants really shaped me to be able to handle real estate development, honestly, yep. which is so it was, weird. It was the perfect but, stepping stone to the, to the next step. Yes. Um, the other thing that kind of jumped out to me about your story um, is, you know, you did these restaurants, you, you were 21, 22, you're trying to, you're looking at what, where you wanted to take your career. Um, you knew restaurants wasn't quite it. So you're looking at real estate, didn't have any experience and you decided to hire a mentor. Um, not many people decide uh, mentorship the first time around. Sometimes they just dive into it. I know I did um, without a ton of mentorship in the background, but it sounds like you, you did, you were chose the wise decision, you got a mentor. Um, how did that relationship, how did it influence and kind of bolster your career going into real estate? Well, I, to me, it was, you know, being a real estate developer, people are entrusting you with their capital, right? So you cannot afford to mess up, yep. period. So that was number one. And number two, it's like, I would rather invest in this person who's already made the mistakes and tribulations and knows how to hack things rather than me waste money and time to get there. So it's almost like you're accelerating your learning, right? It's like this is most of the reason why people want to go to college and, you know, after high school is because they want to accelerate their knowledge. So when they get to the workspace or, you know, wherever they want to be in their careers, they have that in the background for them. So it was almost the same thing. It was like investing in education so you can propel further and not make those mistakes. So that's really the the primary two reasons why I chose to do it. I'm so thankful that I did because I, I sp saved so much time and so much money, you know, yeah. it still made mistakes, <laughs> don't get me wrong, but less than what I would have if I was completely on my own, you know? Yep. Having, uh, having somebody to just take your, I mean, you, when you're learning anything new, you, you run into so many problems and issues that you just don't have a context for. And if you have a sounding board that you can take that to, you still may make mistakes, but at least you have somebody to kind of help you work through that problem. So, um, that's awesome that you got started that way. Um, let's dive into development. Uh, development is, it's not something I have any experience with. I've, I've never developed, I've flipped houses. Um, you know, I've bought for, for, uh, long-term repositions, but I've never done ground up development. So, um, what was the first development deal that you did kind of walk us through that walk through the, the learning experience that you had there? For sure. So basically, uh, let's see my first is, so, I mean, there's condo conversions, there's new constructions, there's flips. So, I mean, at the end of the day, it's, you know, 
the number one thing that you look at as a developer is you look at a parcel or a piece of property and you ask yourself, what is the highest and best use for this property? You know, is one building on a massive lot? Can you subdivide this lot and can you build other houses or is it commercial? Could you potentially build a bigger building where you have retail on the first floor and residential units above? So it really, that's the first thing is looking at, you know, highest and best use for the property. And from there, you can sort of determine what your angle is going to be and how you're going to evaluate it. Um, So for me, you know, it's been a lot of um, new construction, single families, um, and I focus primarily on one to four families because I personally invest in my projects at at this time. I have not done any syndication. I have not done any of that. That's probably going to change. But yeah. that's what I mainly do. And I focus primarily in the Boston market because that's what I know, like the back of my hand. And that's where I can put my money where my mouth is and say, all right, I'm going to personally invest in this project because I believe in it and I know, you know, what the capabilities are. So in new construction, I mean, it's it. if you've ever flipped before, you know, it's what you buy it for, what you put into it and what it's worth afterwards. So it's really important to know what your strategy is going into it, you know, looking at it, what is the highest and best use? If it's just simply a flip, then you do a full gut renovation. Um, Depending on the market, you want to see to what extent you want to renovate, right? Because some markets are so hot, you don't need to go full gut, just do the kitchens and bathrooms, which will save you time and money. So it's all about knowing your market and knowing it so well to the point that you know what buyers look for in that market, what's important and what's not, right? So. So those are critical, critical yep. pieces. Um, the next question that that kind of had kind of had in my mind was um, financing. It sounds like you yep. know a lot of people when they do new construction, they they raise capital. It sounds like you haven't had to do that yet. You've uh, you've been able to raise you know use your own capital in order to get these done. Is that is that right? That's correct. Yes, I, but that's primarily because I've been focused on smaller ranges, right? Yep. So from like one to four family, um, and with those. Um, I was able to cover with my own capital dealing with local banks um, because I've established my name in the community and my portfolio and track record, you know, but when you're first starting out, you may want to partner with people or, you know, syndicate um, and raise funds because that's, I mean, capital is everything, right? You need that to get the project jump started. And not only that, but, you know, your money's going to get tied up for a while too. So it's used wisely, you know? Yep. Yeah. And, uh, and so that kind of leads me into my next question. Um, you know, ground up development, the is, it's, it's similar, I, I guess, to flipping. Um, and I have experience in flipping, except for you have that, that front portion. I mean, you got to plat the, are you, it sounds like you bought raw land and then you platted it and all that stuff. Um, how much time does that add to the, the construction pro- process? So for a flip, I always say three to six months is what it's going to take. That's just the, that's the time that you need to allocate um, for holding costs. When you're talking about new development, what is the time frame that you're working at? 12 to 18 months, which is why I don't like them that much. Yeah. <laughs> why yep. I don't like them that much. With flips, you can kind of go in and out, you know? So if I had to say what my favorite strategy is, it's condo, multifamily condo conversions. If it's three of them, even better. It's the best. Interesting. Condo conversions. Yep. Um, so you're... I mean, I had one other person uh, talk to me about the sh- that on the show, um, but he did it in a time like right before the the market crash. So he had nothing but negative things to say about that <laughs> because he lost his shirt. <laughs> but, yeah, but uh, you know, since then he's 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 gotten back. So it's not it's not a it's not too sad of a story. Um, but I mean, still, you have a positive uh, perspective on that condo yeah. conversions. Why why is that so exciting to you? What what about it do you like? Well. 
you have a structure, you've got three units in it, right? And the one thing that I like is you can, in Massachusetts, you can do them as of right. So if you've got a multifamily building, a legal multifamily, a two or three family, mm-hmm. all you have to do is paperwork to divide. Oh, them. gotcha. I see what you're saying. Yep. You don't have to do anything special and it's an existing structure. So you can go in and most of the time, like in Boston, all you need to do is the kitchens and bathrooms. And then the rest is just paint. Like yep. it's not anything crazy. You could go crazy if you really wanted to do a really expensive type of condo go, you know, further up in price point. When, if you're trying to get to like between 750 to a million dollars for a condo, then you do the full gut and you do the new construction, well, new construction or full gut, either one would work. Um, but like you can get away with like basically flipping condos by just doing kitchens and baths and you would make a ridiculous return and you're kind of in and out. So for me, it's, it's more time and it's more money. Cause right. Gotcha. Like one of the deals that I did, we bought it for five seventy five, and I say we because my father's um, involved all the time with anything that I do. Um, so, like, say we bought it for let's walk through this deal five seventy five. We put in probably about well, this is about like two hundred. So what is that seven seventy five? Um, top floor condo sold for six hundred. Downstairs sold for four fifty. So what is that a million fifty minus seven seventy five? I'm bad at numbers, but that's an easy figure. Right. Yeah. Yep. Yep. That works out. That I like. That's why I like condo conversions. <laughs> gotcha. And so the model really is. I mean, you're buying. Um, so I just sold a duplex, and uh, you know, I've I'd heard about this strategy before, but when I sold this, I, it didn't pop in my mind. But now thinking about it, that probably would have been a good idea. Um, but I sold this duplex for I think what was it, five hundred sixty thousand. Um, but you're in your strategy. Basically, I would have sold that duplex individually, so I would have sold each side. Um, for whatever the price would be. Yep. All right. I like it. I wish I would have done that. That probably would have netted more. Oh, well. That's all right. Next time. <laughs> there you know. Yeah, yep. You live and you learn. Um, okay, cool. Moving on. So you have a few other things. Real estate is not your only, you're a man, a woman of, uh, of many tricks. Um, so you got your podcast and you also have a book launch coming on. I'm going to start with the podcast because I've been on it. I like the theme. Um, tell us a little bit about Underdog. Yeah. So underdog is just all about inspiring individuals all over the world through the guest stories that we hear, right? Everyone has an underdog moment in their life one way or another. That's just what it is. We've all faced challenges. We've all faced struggles, but it's like, you know, in this world, nobody normalizes talking about struggle or challenges or pain. And so when many people go through it, it's, it's like you're alone. Right. And so this platform, I really created the podcast as a way to inspire because you just never know who's going through what or know somebody who is. Um, and so that's the reason why I decided to do that because, you know, I, I mean, in this life of ours of instant gratification and social media where everything looks perfect, it was like, you know, what about when you are struggling? Like I remember those days, you know, when I would rack up my credit cards and like mess up my credit because I was just pushing towards my dream. Right. But nobody talks about that. They look at Pam now who's featured in Forbes and Time Magazine and all these things, but they don't realize what I've been through to get there. So that's the reason why I, I created it. And it was an honor to have you on there as well. So excited. Thank you. Uh, thank you for that compliment. Um, and yeah, I, I also really like, I mean, I like the theme. I like what you're trying to get at because I do think when you're in those low points, it is hard to see out if you don't have somebody that kind of comes to you, to you and says, Hey man, you know, I'm here. I'm, I'm at a successful point in my life, but that has not always been the case. Look, I was at this point back here. I couldn't see through just like you're at right now. You just got to keep moving forward. Um, which is why, you know, I'm, I'm glad you made that. So, 
Um, is the book, you, I know you have a book launch coming on too, uh, with some pretty big names. Um, is that related to underdog? Uh, tell us a little bit about that. It is. So, yeah. So the book is, um, I've co-authored a book. It's called cracking the rich code. And my section specifically talks about the underdog and my story and the underdog formula. So I'm actually co-authoring it with, um, Kevin Harrington from Shark Tank. It's huge. He created the As Seen on TV brand. Um, Tony Robbins. <laughs> I didn't know he did that, actually. That's really cool. It, yeah, $5 billion in international sales. Wow. Um, and then Tony Robbins, number one self-development strat- and business strategist in the world. And then Jim Britt, who's a top 20 success coach, uh, one of the top 20 success coaches in the entire world. So it's it's been really, really amazing. Um, yeah. That uh, that has to have been a, a fun experience to go through that. I've uh, I've never gone to Tony Robbins events, but everybody says you got to go. Um, I know his books are are pretty good, so I'm sure he's uh, just as inspiring in person as he is in uh, in the word for in the written form. Yes, absolutely, absolutely. It's a it's a great honor, you know. I just remember being a kid growing up. You know, I had big dreams and. You know, I'd be delivering pizzas and I'd be imagining that I was in a Lambo or something somewhere and everyone thought I was crazy, but I don't know. It's, it's starting to come alive. <laughs> yeah. If you, if you think it, it'll happen. That's uh, that's the motto. That's right. Awesome. Well, Hey, um, we've blown through our 15 minute time frame, So I got to push us into the quick question round. You ready? Ready to roll. All right. Um, it always starts out with books. I'm a big bookie. So why don't you tell me two book recommendations, one for general life wisdom and then one for uh, real estate. So the secret I think would definitely be one for life. That's for sure. Real estate. I I read a book in real estate before I jumped into commercial that I thought was really cool. It's called How to Run with the Big Dogs. In commercial real estate. Okay. And how to run with the big dogs? Yeah. It's like how to how to play with the big it's been a while since I read it, but it taught me um all about commercial real estate and basically how to play with the big dogs in real estate. That's it's something along those lines. And I've got to find it and I've got to find the title. But yes, that is the book. And that is sort of what introduced me to commercial real estate um throughout my journey of you know in development and stuff like that, but then got into commercial. And um, just taught me all about that game and how it's all numbers. And then, but it also talks about like attitude and like, you know, all these different things, building rapport and all these things that are essential, you know, so that book I would totally recommend, but I mean, in tandem to that, I'm big with people and networking. So I would say biggerpockets.com served Mm -hmm. as like a much bigger platform for me um, where I, you know, if I had a question about real estate and I was like freaking out, I would just go to a forum and somebody answered a question somewhere. So that that's a great resource as well. Yeah, bigger pockets for sure is uh, is great for anybody who's who's in the game and, and needs uh, needs some help. That's you know needs to have a little bit of a community to to help you along. Um, next question. This one is looking back. Sorry, I'm looking at my list. There it is. All right. Um, so your younger self, uh, you haven't always been the Pamela Barty who's you know super successful with underdog and uh, real estate development and all that stuff. You once uh, didn't have any experience at all. So go back to the Pamela who, you know, pre-real estate days, she was just working in the restaurants, getting getting her hands dirty. Um, go back to her and give her one piece of advice moving forward. Stop focusing on the money. Start focusing on the passion sooner. I love it. I love it. Great advice. Passion over money. Um, next question. And this one is an opportunity for you to kind of, sh- you know, brag a little bit. Um, what is your superhero strength? What are you really good at? 
I, my superhero strength would definitely be connecting with people. Um, it's what has really built my name to date. I mean, it's just been connections and interactions with amazing individuals and just going in and, and me stating like, Hey, how can I add value to you? And then, you know, tell them my story. And then magically some crazy opportunity comes along, which is how I got connected with Jim Britt and then, you know, Kevin Harrington and all these amazing people. And, you know, it was just through like, Hey, you know, just pure connection. And so that I think would definitely be my, um, my superpower. I love it. Networking is so important, especially in real estate. Um, all right. Last, uh, second to last question. And this is about real estate specifically where in the United States, I know you've already talked about Boston. Um, Boston can be your answer if you so choose, but where in the United States are you excited about investing? What, uh, what kind of gets, gets your blood going? I would say, I mean, looking at deals outside of Massachusetts, I think like just in general, there's a lot that I don't know. And I know there's so much happening down South and so many Mm -hmm. opportunities for passive investment opportunities that I have not looked at because I've been so ingrained in Boston. So honestly, anywhere that I can look outside the country to follow trends and see where more people are moving to like Florida, for example, I heard a lot about Georgia that's happening. So yeah, definitely. Um, my next move is to start looking outside of Boston. Boston's my fave, but I want to look outside of it too. Yep. Yep. Makes sense. Yeah. I think we're on uh, this is episode like 90 something. And, uh, so many people have said Georgia and Florida. It's like, that's just really? that's where it's at, man. People want to go, want to start buying that property. Um, awesome. Well, Hey, last question. And this is for the listeners. You've given us great, uh, great, great things to think about, great advice, great wisdom. Where can people reach out and get in contact with you? Absolutely. So everyone can find me on my LinkedIn. Um, so Pamela Barty, P-A-M-E-L-A, last name Barty, rhymes with party, but not spelled that way. <laughs> B-A-R-D-H-I is my last name. So just connect with me on LinkedIn or my website, www.pamelabarty.com. Perfect. And I will put those uh, the links in the show notes. So if you're listening, watching, you see the little... A um, little description in the episode. There's going to be a more there. Click that. It'll pull down the full description in there. You can find Pamela's uh, Pamela's links. Click through and uh, and say hi to her. Um, so yeah, Pamela, thank you. Thanks for hopping on. It's been a pleasure having you on my show. It's been a pleasure being here. Thank you so much. Absolutely. And for everybody who's here with us today, thank you guys for showing up. You are the reason that we do this. So we appreciate having you here. As always, if you have any questions, reach out to us at therealestateinvestingclub.com. I hope you guys have an absolutely fantastic week. Keep rocking real estate and I'll see you on the next episode. Thank you for joining us for another episode of the Real Estate Investing Club. I hope you guys enjoyed the episode and were able to pull some actionable advice that you can go home with and apply to your own investing business. Before you go, I have a gift for you. If you're a new investor looking to get started or an established investor looking to take your business to the next level, I've created an ebook just for you available on the website. This ebook will cover how I was able to create both active and passive income in real estate with very little money to start with. In it, I will address the three most often cited obstacles new and veteran investors run into by showing you how to find a deal that's actually a deal, how to finance that deal with little to no money down, and how to exit a deal for maximum value. And if you get the ebook today, I'm going to bury you in bonuses, seven of them to be exact. 
First, you'll get the off-market lead generation blueprint, which will take you through the exact systems processes we use to generate off-market leads like clockwork, which is the most important skill when it comes to creating real wealth in real estate. Then you'll get the A to Z REI systems and vendors guide, which will allow you to peek under the hood of our business and see the exact tools and systems and even the vendors we use to grow our business. After that, you will get the top 100 best performing keywords pack, which will give you the exact keywords we use to target leads online and generate leads without having to lift a finger. Next, you'll get the contracts bundle for wholesaling and renting real estate, which will give you access to all of the contracts we use in the field to execute all types of transactions. After that, you'll get the investor's quick analysis calculator and offer tool, which will allow you to quickly calculate whether a deal is an actual deal and will allow you to create an offer automatically from those calculations. Next up, we'll give you the Investor's Daily Success Tracker, which is a tracker you can use to ensure you are taking the right actions day in and day out to reach your financial goals in real estate. And finally, you will get the Wholesaler's Template for Quick Assignment Cash, which will give you the templates we use to present our wholesale deals professionally and efficiently to our buyers. I know that is a ton of things to say. I'm glad you were able to stick with it. Uh, so you'll get both the ebook and all of those seven free bonuses when you download the ebook today. All we charge is the admin cost to run the show. So if you are interested in the ebook and the bonus bundle, head on over to the website at therealestateinvestingclub.com. Click on get the ebook bundle at the top of the page and take advantage of that deal. With that housekeeping item covered, I hope you have an absolutely fantastic day and even better week. Keep rocking real estate, and I look forward to seeing you on the next episode. All right, before I officially sign off, I have a quick announcement to make. If you're interested in becoming a passive investor in one of my deals, my own company, Kaizen Properties, is looking for capital partners for our upcoming projects. We invest in what are known as recession-resistant assets, mainly self-storage facilities, mobile home and RV parks, and industrial properties. If you're interested in investing and would like to learn a little bit more about my company, our investing criteria, and some of the previous projects we've done, Go to the Real Estate Investing Club podcast at therealestateinvestingclub.com and scroll all the way down to the bottom of the page. Click on the Invest With Us button. That'll pop up the investor form. Fill that out and we will reach back out to you as soon as we can. Or if you prefer a little bit more of a personal touch, you can reach out to me at gabe at therealestateinvestingclub.com. So really, that is it. Again, it was a pleasure hanging out with you guys during this episode, and I look forward to seeing you on the next episode.